what is up guys back like we never left it's double move sports and i'm excited alex today we have another mock draft say what's up to the people my guy <laughs> dude i'm excited too because last mock draft we did was our first of the year we made it really hard on us on ourselves and we draft from the 10 spot making it a little bit easier this time and drafting from the four position maybe we can grab one of those elite running backs at the start of the draft i'm excited to see what kind of team we end up with steph let's do it let's hop into it here guys standard rosters uh this is a 2020 redraft mock it is ppr and we have one quarterback two running backs two wide receivers a tight end and a flex so pretty standard we're drafting from the fourth spot and at the 104 it's pretty chalk here to start our draft so we got christian mccaffrey saquon barkley ezekiel elliott that is exactly what i would do uh, at all of those spots so now here we are at the 104 it's a pretty easy pick for me Alex who do you think we go with here it's it's got to be Kamara right it's, it's easy for me too you know I love Kamara he's in that top running back tier a guy who legitimately could finish in the top two or three love McCaffrey Barkley Elliott um, but I mean there's a reasonable outcome where Kamara is in the mix with those guys um, at, at the end of the season as far as who scored the most fantasy points Steph we've talked time and time again how important it is this year to load up on running backs early. That elite tier drops off quickly where there's a lot of decent wide receivers later on. So it's a smash pick. It's Alvin Kamara. And if that happens with me in my draft, I'm feeling great heading into the rest of it with a stud like that. Yep. So we'll smash Kamara here at the 104. And I mean, we know instantaneously because he's done it every other year. I, I know this in my expert fantasy analysis because he's gotten 81 receptions, Kamara has a lock. over the last three seasons. That means he's going to do it again. No exactly question. 81. So we got <laughs> Not 82. Exactly 81. Exactly 81. Uh, after after we took Kamara at the 104, it also looks pretty chalk here. We got Michael Thomas at the 105, Dalvin Cook after him at the 106, then Devonta Adams, Derrick Henry, Joe Mixon, Julio Jones. Kenyon Drake, Kenyon Drake, Austin Eckler. Back in the first round, yeah. wow. Dude, Drake Drake is creeping up in these drafts. He went at the 111 here. I I feel like people would reach for him even at the 109, 110. And then we had Austin Eckler, Nick Chubb taken at the turn. Miles Sanders. So somebody's pairing Drake with Sanders there at the, the 111 and 202. I think that is a great running back core to start off with. And we got Tyreek Hill coming off the board, DeAndre Hopkins, Aaron Jones, Chris Godwin, Josh Jacobs, Leonard Fournette, and then back to us here mm. at the 209. Sadly, Josh Jacobs did not fall to us. That would have been an easy shoe in there. But let's see who is available on the board. Wow. So at the running back position, we're looking at Clyde Edwards-Hilaire or Todd Gurley are really the two options if we want to do that double running back stack at the receiver spot. A lot of upside guys here. Kenny G, Allen Robinson, Mike Evans, Juju, even DJ Moore. And Steph, the sleeping giant at tight end is Travis Kelsey, man. I, I said it on our last <laughs> mock, mid to late second round. If Travis Kelsey's on the board, it's tempting for me. You know, I mock draft to try to figure out if I do take Kelsey here, what happens later on. Steph, I'm going to give this pick to you, but I'm just going to say if it were me, I'd take Kelsey. I also could see the case for one of those receivers or even Hilaire or Gurley. So look... <laughs> I really do think there is a a world where George Kittle actually falls to us here at the 304. True, uh, potentially maybe. even Lamar Jackson or Mahomes here. I'm not ready at this point to burn a tight end or quarterback pick here with my selection. So look, you know I'm a big CEH truther. I've already made my case time and time again on this show. I think he could finish as, to as high mm. as top five. You look at him from an analytics uh, and, and measurables perspective, this guy's literally 
Mark Ingram, but like 10 times faster. And add that into the fact that he's on the Chiefs uh, and he's been fantastic, has the pedigree to go with it. And you look at like, you know, people comp to like, um, you know, LSU last year, they had all these speedsters on the outside and Joe Burrow. I see that that offense translating really well for Hilaire where the boxes aren't going to be stacked. Everyone's going to try to keep up with the wide receivers and the speedsters that they have. McCole Hardman, Tyreek Hill, uh, even Sammy Watkins will draw attention at times. And then you add Kelsey into the mix too. So I love CEH here. I know it might be a, a risky pick to some who think he might get eased into the offense. To me, I'm I'm not scared of Damian Williams, who was fighting for carries with LaShawn McCoy. To me, this is easily CEH. And I love him here as a pick in the second round. We can maybe hedge a little bit later if we are worried uh, that he's going to get slowly worked into the offense in the shortened offseason. But for me, I, I'm going to take CEH and I feel fantastic about that. I'll give this one to you, Steph. I mean, look, we're getting him as the 15th running back off the board in a full PPR mock. I believe both of us actually have him in front of that in our rankings and definitely the consensus as well. So, look, we're starting out with Kamara and CEH, two pass-catching backs in good offenses. I'm feeling great about this draft so far. Oh, there goes Kelsey and Kittle. Would have loved to try out one of those guys, but maybe next time. I will say, look, Kelsey off the board at the 210 – Right after him, his buddy Patrick Mahomes at the 211. Adam Thielen at the 212. That's hot. That is a hot wow. take. And then okay. in the third All round, right. Kittle at the 301, Gurley at the 302, Mike Evans at the 303. Steph, it looks like a couple of those elite wide receivers actually made it back to us here. Yeah, let's see who's on the board. So wow. at running back, we're, we're, we've dropped a tier pretty far. We got Melvin Gordon, Chris Carson, Le'Veon Bell, James Conner, David Johnson, Jonathan Taylor, Mark Ingram. At wide receiver... Some pretty interesting names here. We got oh, Kenny yeah. Galladay, Allen Robinson, Juju Smith-Schuster, DJ Moore. Uh, at tight end, we did not grab one. Zach Ertz and Mark Andrews are there, but I'm not looking at either of those names at this point in the third round. And I'm actually going to try to to convince you here because I think your pick is going to be Robinson or Galladay. Am I right? Yes, absolutely so, right. So look, here's here's my rule for this season. If Lamar Jackson falls past the 301, I'm taking him. Oh, wow. Not only as just for the the points that he is going to put up, I think he could actually exceed what he did last year from a points perspective. I think the offense is only going to improve. I, I know you might hate the, the early quarterback pick here, but honestly, I see him as a value when we're looking at, you know, Mahomes already off the board. He's not going to fall. Lamar's not going to fall back to us here. We're in the early third round. I, I, I don't hate the Kenny Galladay or Allen Robinson pick. I think those are fantastic picks. I think Allen Robinson could finish as like the wide receiver six. Yeah, I this think season. I have him at I, I think I have him at wide receiver six and wide receiver seven in my rankings right now. So look, I, let's go Galladay here. I love taking Lamar Jackson there. If this was just my draft, hey, I think look, I would pull the let's trigger. Let's do it. Let's take Lamar. This is a mock draft. Let, let me let's preface it with this. If if this were Steph's draft, this is a value for him for Lamar. If this was my draft. I love a lot of the quarterbacks later on, so I'm going to wait. But this is a mock draft. Why don't we take Lamar Jackson here, see what the team looks like. We punted on the tight end last round. I'm glad we took the running backs when we did because there has been a pretty big tear break there at the running back spot. I know there will be good receivers to get back to us, and we can maybe piece together like a DJ Chark and a T.Y. Hilton as our two wide receivers with Lamar Jackson at quarterback. So let's take Lamar here just to kind of roll the dice and see what our team looks like if we do go quarterback in the third round. If the team sucks... That's going to teach us and everyone listening a lesson to to wait on a quarterback. But if our team looks good, maybe this is that point where you take that value. So let's do it. Lamar is our man. You know, we're huge Lamar Jackson wow. fans here on the That's, show. I'm excited so, to have him on the squad. 
that that's another thing too like just from like a like I want to enjoy the fantasy season. I want to have something to root for every single week. Being able to watch Lamar and get excited every time he has one of those incredible highlight reel type of plays, it's just going to be more fun for our season. So let's take Lamar here and see what happens. And so far we've conceded, you've conceded to me on two out of the three picks. So I got to concede <laughs> you later on, which I'm kind of scared about because I feel like I'm going to take <laughs> Tyler Higby in the fifth round. We'll see We'll see if that happens here. So let's let's pause real quick. Our current roster is... Lamar Jackson, Alvin Kamara, and Clyde wow. Edwards-Alaire. That team is electric that we've got. Wow. So this concerns me. There was a massive, massive. insanely like crippling, rip my heart <laughs> out receiver run that just went down. Oh, my gosh. So you knew it was going to happen. Kenny G, DJ Moore, Allen Robinson, Amari Cooper, Juju, all right after us. Then we see Zach Ertz, OBJ, and Chris Carson round out the third round. In the fourth round, Ridley, Cup, Robert Woods, Keenan Allen, Cortland Sutton, Le'Veon Bell, Mark Andrews, and T.Y. Hilton. So 12 receivers off the board in just, what, 16 picks? That hurts, Steph. Who's left for us at wide receiver? Yeah, let's take a look at who's here. we got to grab a receiver a at this point. best available wide receiver. Unfortunately, one of the guys sitting there at the top is A.J. Brown, who you know I'm out <laughs> on this year. I wish... You know, we could have traded him out for like a Robert Woods, but it just didn't fall that way. There still are some names here I like. I see Parker, Lockett, Chark, McLaurin, even Diggs, Metcalf aren't bad. Um, For me, I think, you know, this is kind of a toss up. Let me check my rankings. I think I have Chark, the highest of the bunch. I don't feel great. Actually, I'm Lockett, the highest of the bunch. Um, So I'm okay with Lockett. I'm okay with Chark. And then maybe if McLaurin gets back to us, I'd like him in the next round. But my pick here would probably be Tyler Lockett. Yeah, and, and that's what I was going to point out here. Both you and I, which very rarely do we actually agree in our census rankings, we actually agree on Tyler Lockett. We both have him pretty high compared to his ADP. We have him at the wide receiver 15, both of us do, uh, making him the, wow. the census wide receiver 13 uh, per Double Move Sports rankings. You can check those out on our website. We'll link them in the description down below. It's just doublemovesports.com. But... I think I'm okay taking Tyler Lockett here as a wide receiver one. He's been incredibly efficient his whole career. Uh, I think this year, this is, and I know we probably say this every single year, this is the year that Russell Wilson's going to get higher passing volume. I, I really see it breaking <laughs> down that way, especially if, if so. Chris Carson goes down early. They don't have Rashad Penny. I could easily see this being more of an air it out type of offense compared to the last couple of years. So I like Tyler Lockett here. I know a hot take for many is that DK Metcalf is actually going to finish higher than Tyler Lockett, but I'll take Tyler Lockett as just kind of the safe known commodity of those two names that's sitting on the board. Hopefully one of these names, specifically Chark or McLaurin, can fall back to us at the fifth. So We'll take with our first wide receiver and our uh, pick in the fourth round, we'll take Tyler Lockett. Yeah, don't love Lockett as my wide receiver one, but when you get Lamar Jackson, that's kind of the premium you pay. Love the running backs we've got. Oh. We've got a, a, a week winning quarterback week in and week out. And I just saw wow. another receiver this run, hurts, man. This, man. This is brutal. Another, dude, how this, so this is clearly the time to snag your receivers is kind of like round three and four. That seems like when this whole tier of like low end wide receiver ones to all the wide receiver twos are going off the board. So if you do go running back early, rounds three and four look like the rounds to go and grab your guys at the receiver position. If you wait, you could be in a situation we're in right now. After us was Melvin Gordon, AJ Brown and AJ Green. Uh, You know what? You know, the color rush team there with Brown and Green going after us. And then Devontae Parker, DK Metcalf, and oh, DJ Chark, Chark one pick start away. out the fifth round. So a, a lot of those guys we were thinking about last round, 
I think McLaurin might still be on the board. I know I'm really high on McLaurin this year. Steph, I know you kind of like him as well. As a wide receiver, too, I don't I don't mind McLaurin. Yeah, let's see who else is on the board. I think there's still some other names that could be interesting to look at. So at uh, tight end, we have Darren Waller, Evan Ingram, Tyler Higby, Hunter Henry. Of all those names, I'm totally willing to punt the position and grab Mike Asiki, Noah Fant, Hayden Hurst, Gronk, any of those names later on. At running back, we have James Conner, David Johnson, Jonathan Taylor. He's sitting there. He's an interesting one, and we could we could pair him with Ceh to get that rookie dominance. Man, stack. based on how we've drafted, <laughs> we've we've pigeonholed ourselves. If we don't take a receiver here, we're looking at like Will Fuller or Brandon Cooks as our wide it's receiver true. too. And I know me and you both have had traumatizing experiences with, with Will <laughs> Fuller, so we're gonna pass. That. Yeah, I think I think we do have to go receiver. There are interesting names here to me at running back. Like I love Mark Ingram there. Maybe if we hadn't taken Lamar and had a better wide receiver, we grab Ingram as that yeah third running back in our. Court. No, we wouldn't. You know we wouldn't. If I'm okay, a part fine. Of this we draft. grab David Montgomery <laughs> then, and we settle somewhere in the middle. Jonathan Taylor. Yeah. Well, that that'd be the fun one to take at this point. So maybe you know yep. hindsight's uh, twenty twenty. Maybe we do do that. But I think we can both agree here on McLaurin. I think we 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 both agree he has wide receiver one upside. I think we just recorded a show. You guys will be hearing here pretty soon uh, if you haven't already. That you know McLaurin could finish in the top five. Alex made an incredible take there. Was it top five or was it top ten? It, it was wide receiver one. I had him as a top twelve. Yeah, we just posted that um pod a couple days ago so if you haven't checked that bold predictions pod out we we drop a lot of hot takes McLaurin's name was definitely in there I think Diggs is the other name here I'd consider uh you know new team a lot of unknowns how much pass volume is there in Buffalo John Brown and Beasley are still there Josh Allen's not that accurate so because of all those things I mean I know the Washington situation is much better but McLaurin's the one two and three and maybe four option in that offense a ton of upside great talent um let's smash McLaurin here and and round out you know, that wide receiver two spot. Yeah, not to, not to harp on this pick too much. I know we grabbed him last time in our in our previous mock. We have Stephon Diggs as our census, wide receiver 24, and McLaurin as our wide receiver 20. So just in our personal rankings, uh, we'll, we'll take the McLaurin pick there every day of the week. Wow. And look, Steph, Tyler Boyd actually made it through this run. And I, I, I feel much better about him as like a flex type player. But if we would have wanted to stack a Jonathan Taylor, another running back, that's a guy at wide receiver too that doesn't kill you if, if you really load up on running backs and take a guy like Lamar Jackson early. So let's let's read off the names of these guys that went off the board. It looks like the receiver run finally ended for us. Um, after McLaurin, David Montgomery, Diggs, David Johnson. So Montgomery goes ahead of Johnson here. Interesting. And in front of guys like Singletary, Connor, and Jonathan Taylor. Uh, but Love after it. David Johnson, Deshaun Watson, Devin Singletary, James Conner, JT, and Michael Gallup closes out the fifth round. In the sixth, we have Dak, Darren Waller, Mark Ingram at the 603, Josh Allen, Jarvis Landry, Kyler at the 606, behind Josh Allen. That's a hot take. Debo and at the 607, Dak. and Evan Ingram at the 608. So we are on the clock here. You know, we could wait on a tight end. We could load up on a third running back or fill our flex spot. So really all positions are on the board for us here, except quarterback. Russell Wilson's still on the board this late. If we hadn't taken a quarterback, I'm not an early quarterback guy. But even Russell Wilson at this value would be incredibly tempting. Uh, But but guys on the board are Tyler Boyd at the receiver position. Higby sticks out to me at the tight end spot. I think we can maybe try to wait. You're going to. You're going to kill me if I try to take him here. So we look at running backs, Moster, Kareem Hunt, Swift, Akers, guys like that. Steph, where are you leaning at this point? This one's an interesting one. I kind of feel okay taking 
an upside shot at wide receiver and going with Hollywood Brown. I know that might be a hot take. You want to stack, uh, don't you? I, I think the stack would be nice, uh, but also I just believe in, in Hollywood Brown this year. I, I think the volume is going to go uh, up in terms of passing. I think the, the Ravens are going to be competing in games a little bit more. And, you know, Hollywood Brown was, had a hurt foot last year. He's playing with a, a nail uh, in his foot. They, that was finally removed. Um, and I, I'm just expecting better overall production from him and more consistent volume. He's certainly going to still be boom bust beyond that. I mean, what running back names really stand out to you? We have Raheem Mostert, Kareem Hunt, Deandre Swift, Cam Akers, James White, Darius Geis, Keyshawn Vaughn, man, it's tough. I mean, probably the one that I would look at here is Akers and just take an upside shot at running back. We kind of already did that with CEH. So I'm okay to wait a little bit more. I don't want to be the guy that has all the rookie running backs. I think the safe option to to, to kind of sure up this wide receiver core would be Tyler Boyd. What do you think about Tyler Boyd here? Oh, man, this is tough. Yeah, those running backs don't really stick out to me. I think we can wait and still see who falls to us and get a name as our RB3. That's that's pretty nice there. At the receiver spot, oh, man, that's tough. I, I think it would be either Tyler Boyd or Hollywood Brown. I, I, think, I think I want to go Tyler Boyd here. Actually, no, let's go Hollywood Brown. Let's go Hollywood Brown. Last mock we did, we ended up with both Boyd and McLaurin. I want to switch it up a little bit. Let's take a little bit more upside in Marquise Brown. They're only four spots apart in my rankings, and with Lamar Jackson as our quarterback, I think it would be fun to have Hollywood out there as our flex. For sure, for sure. So let's let's grab – oops, I clicked on Boyd, but let's take Hollywood Brown here. So now we're going to have that that Baltimore Ravens stack. That's exciting. I'm pretty pumped up for this team so far. So let's see who goes off the Quentin board here. Quentin Flowers our again. Our boy Quentin no. Flowers keeps coming up, what man. What is going pros? on? <laughs> what are you doing? He, he's moving up ADP, man. Quentin Flowers last time was at like the eighth round. Here he is at the 703. Wow. Quentin Flowers. I got to do my research on this guy. So after Dude, he's Brown, the Tampa Bay Vipers starting quarterback, smokes. man. He's going to be elite. He I, I see Quentin of Russell Wilson. <laughs> Quentin Flowers in the 703 is an absolute steal. Okay. <laughs> wow. So after Hollywood, let's let's read off those picks. I think I saw Tyler Boyd go one pick later. And then we saw Cooks go off the board. Russell Wilson at the 612. That's good value for a quarterback. Seventh Absolutely. round, Cam Akers and Deontay Johnson, two high upside uh, guys. And apparently the that. highest upside of them all in Quentin Flowers at the <laughs> 703. Um, so still looking for an explanation from Fantasy Pros. Either he's the most slept on guy out there or there's a glitch in the system. One of those is more likely <laughs> than the other. But, Steph, who, who, do you, who do you think we should take here at the 704? So let's take a look at who we got at wide receiver. The names are starting to get kind of gross, even though there's a few upside shots I like. So Julian Edelman, Marvin Jones, Will Fuller, Christian Kirk, John Brown, Jamison Crowder. Uh, at running back, which is where I think we should be looking here at this point, I'm not looking at quarterback again until essentially my last pick. Uh, we may look at some tight ends here, but at, at running back we have Raheem Mostert, Kareem Hunt, DeAndre Swift, James White, Darius Geis, Keyshawn Vaughn, Tariq Cohen. Now, of those names, is there a standout to you? I think for me, it would be Kareem Hunt, potentially Mostert, but I, I don't know. Don't sound so confident, Steph. I'm not. I am not at all. <laughs> Who do you got? Well, I just have to mention that Tyler Higby's on the board, and we don't we don't have to pick him here. We'll wait on tight end. But if he comes back around to us, we're smashing the Tyler Higby pick. I love Tyler Higby. If this was me, I probably would have taken him last round, but... I think wow. we do take a running back, especially because CEH, as a rookie, might take him a couple weeks to get worked in. Who really knows? Yeah, for me, it's Mostert or Hunt. I, man, Mostert, I'm actually not too high on, but in the seventh round is decent value. 
Um, so I don't mind the Mostert pick, but if this is me, I'm probably going Kareem Hunt, to be honest with you. Hunt is a, is a player who has some standalone value in Cleveland. If you know we're on bye weeks or whatever it is, we can plug in Kareem Hunt, and he's a fine flex fill-in um, or a running back to fill-in or whatever during bye weeks. But Hunt's also a league winner if something happens to Nick Chubb. If Chubb misses any time, Hunt is an immediate RB1. We know he has the talent. He'd have a ton of opportunity in Cleveland. So I'm fine with Hunt here. He has high potential, but he also provides us some baseline value. And in the seventh round as an RB3, I think it's a great pick. Yeah, I think we'll go Hunt here. Something interesting. I tried to look over at our census rankings to see if we had one of these guys higher than the rest. Uh, Oddly enough, Kareem Hunt is our consensus RB27 and Raheem Mostert is our consensus RB28. So back to back in our rankings, but Hunt is one spot higher. So we'll take him here at this point. Just kind of shore up that RB core. And like you said, could be a league winning pick. Uh, should he take over or even if if that volume just skyrockets with Stefanski there uh, at, at Cleveland so oh baby I know who our pick is oh man all right your boy Tyler Higby made it back you wow can go ahead and he just made it to it the now. 809 incredible Dude, that's you got it you got to punt the tight end this year I, I really do believe that but after we took I think, punting, punt, I think punting to the eighth round is a decent punt I mean look at our oh, team yeah. we were able to grab Lamar Jackson early and we have Kamara and CEH at running back. Awesome. With Kareem Hunt as, as some depth there. And then the receiver spot, Lockett and McLaurin are, are both in the wide receiver two range. But given the talent we have at the top of our roster, it's not bad. And then Hollywood Brown as a flex is great. So a- after Kareem Hunt, let's go ahead and read who came off the board. It was Breeze, Brady, a couple Hall of Fame quarterbacks there. Edelman, Marvin Jones, John Brown, Matt Ryan, Aaron Rodgers. So this was like the round of the Hall of Fame quarterbacks. We had Drew Brees, Brady, Matt Ryan, Aaron Rodgers, and even Quentin Flowers was earlier in that round. Um, so then Jamison Crowder at the 7-12. Eighth round, we saw Cohen, Will Fuller, James White, Christian Kirk, Mostert, Swift, Dobbins, and Daryl Henderson. So we're here at the 809. Steph, just for the sake of it, let's see who's there at the running back and receiver spot, even though we're probably going to go Higby here. So at uh, running back, we have Darius Geis, Keyshawn Vaughn still there, Matt Breda, Philip Lindsay, Sonny Michelle, Jordan Howard. Uh, at wide receiver, we have Sterling Shepard, Anthony Miller, Darius Slayton, Mike Williams, Emmanuel Sanders. So some pretty gross names at wide receiver. One I would be interested in here, um, should our roster call for it, would be Darius Slayton. Uh, I actually think Sterling Shepard could be a value as well. I mean, you're gambling on his health, but you know we've seen – you know, if we look at last year when all guys were on the field, Shepard was the alpha, and it's pretty much been like that his whole career. Uh, so if he can stay healthy, he is absolutely a flex play, a wide receiver too that you can plug in it in desperate situations. I love Shepard also as a value as well as Slayton. I think based on our roster, we do have a lot of upside already there. Uh, so I think Shepard would actually make a lot of sense for us. But look, we already talked about it. You love Higby. I'm if if the 12 personnel really is the Rams playbook this entire season then this is a league winning pick here with Tyler Higby in the eighth so I I don't fault yeah, you at all for loving him so let's let's I take know it. I know I've been beating the Tyler Higby drum for a while now and we're sitting here at the 809 I can I can feel the contempt in your voice that I'm <laughs> making you select Tyler Higby here I know you just want to like punt the tight end till the last round and well, grab a Mike Gusecki but Steph at the 809 I know you like Higby enough to tell me that this is a good value on this guy. It is. It is. And I'm looking at our rankings here. I have him as the tight end seven, which I think is still pretty high. That's, I mean, uh, that's right in line with his ADP. Uh, You have him at the tight end five. So a slightly uh, higher bump, kind of like a tier above what, what everybody else says. But look, 
Higby, it's an upside pick, but also a safe pick at the same time. Um, we saw what the Rams were doing the last half of the season. So I, I really don't mind it. And you are right. It, it certainly is a value at this point in our draft. So let's smash on Higby here. I'm, I'm pretty excited to have him on the roster. Now, both quarterback and tight end spots have been taken for us. So we can focus yep. on let's build that depth, building the depth at the other positions. I was sad to see Ronald Jones just went right there. Me after too. we, I after wanted we him. took. I know, right, right after we took Higby at the 8.09, we had Emmanuel Sanders, Jerry Judy at the 8.10, Matt Breda, Ronald Jones. Would have loved to have him fall to us here at the 9.04. But then Darius Slayton went off the board. Sad about that one, too. And then Keyshawn Vaughn at the 9.03. So wow. now back to us Steph, at the 9.04. Steph, real quick, Ronald Jones at the 9.01, Keyshawn Vaughn two picks later at the 9.03. Yeah. Is it cra- like? Am I the only one that thinks it's absolutely absurd that Keyshawn Vaughn and Ronald Jones have just about the same ADP? For me, I'm taking Ronald Jones 10 times out of 10 over yep, third-round pick yep. Keyshawn Vaughn. I am too. I mean, even think back, like, Bruce Arians doesn't like rookie running backs. He, he really doesn't. It took David Johnson seemingly, like, a season and a half to even get on the field when he was so Same for Ronald Jones. So well. Same for Ronald Jones last year. Uh, and I just don't see, like, if, if we're going to take Ronald Jones off the field for, for dropping pass pro, then the same thing's going to happen for Keyshawn Vaughn. Right. That, that's a rookie with a smaller build. And Jones is fast as hell. So I, I really do like Jones a lot. I would I would have probably taken Jones him. Jones will be getting the touchdowns too, right? He has to. I mean, yes, the check down volume will be there from Brady, but there's no guarantee that that happens. Plus, he's splitting it with Daria Gumbawale. It just... Look, I, I t- totally get the upside shot on Vaughn at 903. I would have taken Jones a lot higher there. Um, it, this is one of those polarizing you know, backfields that we're going to have to sort through all offseason long and in preseason. Probably so, all season long, too. Yeah, honestly. Honestly, yeah. It could be one of those that we're just it's, – it's in the flex questions every single week, Jones or Vaughn. Uh, but interesting to see their ADPs are even here. So, look, I, looking at the names that are here, I believe Sterling Shepard's going to fall back to us. Let's take a look at who else is there. Wow. Okay, so there's wow. actually – there's like a guy I know you're going to talk about, Steph. <laughs> wow. And I I can't fault you for it. I'll give it to you. Go Darius ahead. Guys, Go ahead. Look, look, Darius Guys, I think if he's healthy, he's a er, he's a running back too. Uh, I, I really do. But mm. the thing is, I feel pretty good about our running back core. There may be other names that I look at, like Jordan Howard, uh, who may even fall to us. Um, even looking at like Tevin Coleman could be a value. Carry on Johnson could be a value for for at least early on in the season. Again, we're trying to hedge against Clyde Edwards Alaire being worked in the offense. And we already have Kareem Hunt. It's just kind of the safe running back option to 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 end out our RB core. What do you think about going Sterling Shepard at this point? Oh man, let's see. Here's the thing. I, I, I know you're gonna say C D Lamb, I think. <laughs> no, let's think about this. I mean, at receiver. We're looking for a wide receiver four and a running back four. A- after, I mean, there's a couple names there we like. There's Geis. Um, I, I hate Geis, actually. But <laughs> Geis, I, I get the value here. I understand. And then there's, you know, Jordan Howard. Damian Williams might have some appeal, considering we have CEH as like a handcuff. Carry on, Marlon Mack, Tevin Coleman, kind of same tier of guys. Latavius Murray, maybe with Alvin Kamara. I think one of those guys gets back to us next round at the receiver spot. Also, some names you like here, Sterling Shepard, Anthony Miller, upside shots on these rookies later on. I think there's a decent chance at either spot that a guy we like gets back to us next round. So I'm with you. Our our running backs are a little bit more stacked on the top of the roster. Let's take a guy in Sterling Shepard that should see consistent target volume and could have some consistent flex value if he can stay healthy. Cool. So let's take Shepard there. And it prevents us from having to take Darius Geis, which I promised myself I wouldn't (laughs) do at any point this year. So... That's good. It's just such a gamble on the health, and it's so it's it, it's so tempting, especially when we're hearing 
like all off season. Oh, Geis is healthy again. He's posting video workout videos on Twitter, looking yoked as hell. It's just oh, like so that did happen. I thought okay, I saw a video of Geis squatting like five hundred and something pounds. Dude, he's and I he's swear, legit. I swear, I thought it was a dream because I mean, there's no way this is real. And I was actually gonna bring it up that I thought I saw that, but. I thought it wasn't real. I literally thought I dreamed it, and that was like my subconscious telling me to take a gamble on Geist, but I'm, I'm preventing myself from believing it. I'm still not doing it, Steph. Let's go right. Shepard. Let, let's go Shepard here, and I already know our next round. This is the year at, at round 10, no matter what, I'm looking at high-value handcuffs, uh, you know, quarterback upside shots since we already took Lamar Jackson. We're not looking at one here. Let's hope that Latavius Murray falls back let's to go. us here, Perfect. and he does. So wow. let's go ahead and just Thank smash you fantasy Murray. Please. Yeah, let, let's just go ahead and take Murray. I don't think they're. Much so it looks like we had Sony Michelle, Justin Jefferson, Geis at the nine hundred seven, Henry Ruggs, Anthony Miller, Philip Lindsay, C.D. Lamb, Damian Williams at the nine twelve, and then the tenth round, Tevin Coleman at That's the ten hundred one, Jordan Howard at the ten hundred two. Both awesome values. I have them around running back thirty each. I think. I think I have. Tevin Coleman as the running back 30, Jordan Howard as the running back 32. So in the 10th round, like that's great value for guys who should get work. And we saw Carryon Johnson, Mike Williams, Gronk, Hunter Henry, Marlon Mack, and Antonio Gibson at the 10 Wow. Hot take. Must have been Mike Lou. That that I mean, that hype train is is rolling for Antonio Gibson right now. I just it, it's such a gross situation. I can't do it. But let, let's go ahead and grab Latavius Murray here. We'll shore up uh, Alvin Kamara if something happens to him. Uh, and especially in this, you know, kind of weird, wacky, delayed season, COVID season. Let's just take Latavius Murray and feel really, really safe about having Kamara. That feels so, great. And that was at the 10.09 too. So back of the 10th, we'll see who falls to us here. I was sad to see that Hayden Hurst was just sniped from us. Uh, but now I think this is uh, the point where we can be looking at um, running backs and wide receivers exclusively. So after we took Latavius, uh, we had the San Francisco defense going at the 10.10. McCole Hardman Holy at the 10-11. Carson Wentz. T. Higgins at the 10-12. Zach Moss to start off the 11th round. Uh, and then Hayden Hurst at the 11-02. I think that is a fantastic value here. Uh, love that pick at the 11-02, Hayden Hurst. Talk about value. And then Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz at the 11-03 wow. blows my See, mind. See, I feel like this is actually going to oh happen. This goodness. is kind of becoming a recurring theme now in all these drafts. There's usually a name. The, the 12th quarterback off yeah, the board. Yeah. Wow. I mean, we saw this last time with Aaron Rodgers falling to the 12th. It seems like, you know, I'm, yes, these are these are simulated mock drafts. So maybe it is different than what could happen in real life. But I tend to think it's, it's not too different than something we might see, which is one of these quarterbacks is just going to fall – stupid far and we can just grab them late and you won't get your pick but you'll get a veteran value yeah you're gonna get like a a Carson Wentz a Drew Brees a Matt Stafford at some point so let's see who else is on the board here at running back we have Duke Johnson Alexander Madison Naheem Hines Tony Pollard Boston Scott who I think is a deep sleeper that I like and then at, at wide receiver we have Golden Tate Preston Williams that could be an interesting upside shot Robbie Anderson, Jalen Ragor, Alshon Jeffrey, Curtis Samuel, Brashad Perriman, uh, and a bunch of other names in there. Deshaun Jackson a little bit farther down. Nikhil Harry, who I like is a, a really, really deep sleeper that uh, could could take over as the one in New England. But how much do you really value that? Uh, at quarterback, just out of my own curiosity, Matt Stafford, Daniel Jones, Baker Mayfield, Big Ben, all there still. So if we didn't take Lamar, that this is probably the time where I would take a Matt Stafford 
um, oh, yeah. or even like Aaron Rodgers, if Car- or even Carson Wentz, if he had fallen to us, uh, Austin Hooper. Yeah, I've never seen Wentz fall that far. I wonder if the the injury to their All Pro guard or their Pro Bowl guard, and then the Alshon Jeffrey injury news is pushing him down a little bit. It's interesting. Yeah, for sure, it could honestly, and we have that recency bias. I feel like uh, with any headline that comes out these days, just because there's not that many headlines coming out, we're fiending for every headline we can possibly get our hands on. But that tight end, we have Austin Hooper, Jared Cook, Mike Kosicki, Noah Fant. This is the spot where if we didn't grab Higby, I'm looking at those names uh here in the 11th round but alex who's your pick out of these upside shots at at wide receiver and running back i'm probably going running back here there's still a couple names i like alexander madison tony pollard i think are two of the highest value handcuffs in the nfl maybe outside of latavius murray we already scooped him up so i'm fine actually i probably would go madison here Um, at the time of this recording dalvin cook is still unsigned and is still planning on holding out. So with the holdout in mind, with his injury history in mind, with the situation with COVID this season in mind, there's a chance Alexander Madison is going to get some starts and going to have some standalone value for a few weeks. So for me, it's Madison. I think we can come back and get one of those receivers next round. Uh, and kind of take an upside flyer there. Yeah, I really like Preston Williams here. Um, the fact that we took Latavius last round, like like handcuffs are tremendously valuable, but they're guys, I mean, at this point, we're, we're going to cut a lot of these names anyways as the season goes on, but why not just shoot our shot early, kind of beat everyone to the waiver wire should some of these names still be there. So let's let's go ahead and smash on Madison. You've conceded enough picks to me today. So let's take Alexander Madison at the 1104. Right. Maybe, who knows, maybe Preston will make it back. Maybe we'll get lucky. We might. Things have been going our way today, and it looks like they did one more time. So after we took Madison at the 11.04, we had Austin Hooper, Michael Pittman at the 11.06. I, I love that upside shot there, especially that late in a draft. Uh, Duke Johnson at the 11.07, Pittsburgh Steelers defense, Jared Cook, Golden Tate, Jalen Raygord, Jonu Smith, Alan Lazard, Tony Pollard, Matt Stafford at the 12.03. We took him in the 10th round in a Great previous value. draft. So got to love that pick for Stafford. Naheem Hines, Boston Scott, Noah Fant at the 12.06. Would have loved to have that if we did not grab Higby. Justin Jackson at the 12.07. Ryan Tannehill at the 12.08. Uh, so let's see who's still here. I think primarily we're looking at wide receiver. And Preston Williams I mean, is still Preston there. Preston Williams so. made it back. This, this makes this easy. No need to overdo it overthink it let's just take Preston Williams awesome yeah we'll smash on Williams I'm sure he'll come up in some episodes we'll do later on especially as a a deep sleeper name he was fantastic last year even with um, you know splitting targets with Parker early on Uh, Williams is one of those guys that he he flashed Uh, and if he if he comes back and he can continue what he was doing uh, we just got an absolute steal here at the very very end of our draft of the 1209 so we have our bench, our last bench spot in our DST. We'll save DST for the last round. We might not even pick one here on the mock, but this is our last positional pick here, Steph. And after Williams, just so everyone knows, Chase Edmonds, Anthony McFarland, Alshon Jeffrey off the board, Big Ben, Carlos Hyde, and Danny Dimes at the 1303. Love wow. Daniel Jones. Talked about him as well on our most recent episode. So go back um, to last episode, our bold predictions, and check that out if you haven't already. But at the 1304... We've got, it looks like, five running backs. No, one, two, I can't count. One, two, oh, yeah, we do have five running backs. Five receivers. Um, we have, you know, one tight end, one quarterback. So, really, everything is fair game here, Steph. Last pick of the draft. This is one of those spots where you're taking a flyer on someone's upside. If they suck, you drop them. If they don't, you have a head start on waivers or maybe a really good trade chip. So, anybody in mind here, Steph, that pops out to you as, like, a super long shot, a super deep shot, 
but maybe they pop off week one or two and we get some value. Yeah, easy one to be here would be Joe Burrow. Um, just the fact that we have Lamar, like, dude, we could have two dominant quarterbacks. Uh, like, but why do you need it, that? It, that's that's the thing. That, that really is the thing. We we really don't need that now. I'm really not worried. I, I think the, the Lamar runs a lot, so he's going to get injured. That that take is so overblown. These guys who run, like, people look at, like, Cam Newton. Cam Newton got injured bending over to pick up a fumble. Uh, RG3 uh, tore his ACL um, getting hit in the pocket. Like, these are just weird things that, like, these Russian quarterbacks actually don't get hurt that much. Lamar's pretty good about getting out of bounds. So I'm not looking at it from that perspective at all whatsoever. Some other running back names here. I'm, I don't think I'm, I'm taking a running back at this point just because it's like insta cut for any of these names. AJ Dillon, Adrian yeah. Peterson, Jamal Williams, Rashad Penny, Darrington Evans, Gio Bernard, Ryquel. There's Armstead, one guy. Know, yeah, yeah. One guy I know you that like could Ryquel. get value before the season, and it's Ryquel. The thing is, by the time you're drafting, maybe there's going to be more clarity to the Leonard Fournette situation and whether or not he's 100% going to be on the team this year. I think that's kind of the consensus belief. But Ryquel Armstead, I've said it before, trade cuts possible for Fournette. Definitely not likely, but it's possible. So if there's one of these guys that could skyrocket in value before the season or in week one or two, maybe Ryquel Armstead. But let's check out those receivers as well. I know we both like Brashad. So one more, one more real quick, one more real quick while we're talking about running backs. I do see Joshua Kelly, the, the running back that the LA Chargers drafted. His ADP is extremely low, at least in this uh, cheat sheet that we're looking at. He's at the RB70. He could actually be one. Like, who knows? Maybe he pops off, so that could be a deep shot here that we take. Um, but who are you liking at receiver? There's really two names that stand out to me. Yeah, Brashad Perriman's one. Um, and maybe Brandon Ayuk is the second. Debo Samuel had that foot injury. He might be out for the start of the season if he does play. Um, he could be kind of hobbled. So Brandon Ayuk, I know rookies normally take a while to get involved, but by default, Ayuk might get more snaps and targets than we think in week one or two. And he might have a chance to carve out a role in that offense early on. So I'm willing to maybe take the the deep, deep shot on Ayuk there. If not, I, I'd probably go Brashad Perriman or Reichel Armstead here. Let me run a couple other names by you. Um, and just so everybody can kind of see where we're at on some of these names. So Nikhil Harry's still here. Um, I'm not touching Sammy uh, Watkins with a 10-foot pole. Uh, Denzel Mims is still on the board. If we want to take a shot on another rookie uh, that could, could, you know, has a clear path to some target share. Some other ones here that would be Randall Cobb, which I know is disgusting, but who really is that alpha? Who knows who's going to be the wide receiver one in Houston? Who knows? He got a decent He, he got a, like a three-year, $27 million deal, which is incredible for him. Uh, shout out to, to Randall Cobb's agent there. And then like, yeah, good like, for him. And, and well Deshaun done. Watson, I don't have the numbers put up in front of me. He does enjoy targeting the slot. We've always liked Kiki Huti as a break kick candidate, as somebody who's who's slit, fitting into that slot role uh, for the Houston Texans. But another one that's exciting to me is, is John Ross. If we want to take the <laughs> shot that John Ross could be what he was at the beginning of the year last year when he was healthy, um, he's one I'd actually be willing to, to take the shot on here. Uh, maybe we could even take a defense and grab John Ross on the next round if we wanted it to be our you know last ditch absolute final pick that we get. You know, I, I kind of like your case there for Ayuk, and from where we're sitting right now, we don't know what Debo Samuel's situation is going to be, and, and Debo hasn't exactly been the pinnacle of good health uh, his career thus far. So I don't mind Ayuk there, Alex. What are your final thoughts on this? Yeah, one? let's take Ayuk. But one last thing, I. I just want to talk about the quarterback position. I think I saw guys like Baker Mayfield and Jared Goff on the board. I know we took Lamar early, so I don't want to take them here. But, like, if you literally wait till your last round of the draft, you can snag. Look, Baker, Jared Goff, Joe Burrow, Kirk Cousins. Like, these are guys who should have decent 
starting or streaming value this year. I know we both like Baker to have a better year than last season for sure. So I, I don't mind those names. If you want to totally punt the quarterback position, I love taking too late. Maybe you go with Stafford or Daniel Jones, who we both advocated for. And then you you round it out with a Baker or a Jared Goff and kind of stream on matchup or a Joe Burrow. I see you highlighting Joe Burrow, Steph. You're not slick. Um, so I just wanted to call that out. That, I mean, look at the names on the board. It's interesting. <laughs> but let's go ahead and take Iuke and close this thing out. All right, let's do it. And up oh, where'd he go? I lost him in the sea of names here. There he is. Yeah, you know, like if, if this really was – my draft, I'm, I'm taking Burrow there every single day of the week. The thing is, I'm worried in the leagues that we play in where you know, guys take shots on quarterbacks super, super early because they know the value is there. Uh, I don't know if Burrow is actually going to fall to me in any of these real-life drafts. So let's recap our team. I'm feeling really good about this squad. We have Lamar Jackson at quarterback. So that's already an advantage week over week at the quarterback position. We have Alvin Kamara as our RB1. Clyde Edwards-Alaire as our RB2. I feel great about our, our starting running back core that we have. And then a wide receiver, Tyler Lockett, Terry McLaurin as our starting two wide receivers. And then we also have Sterling Shepard, Preston Williams, and Brandon Ayuk there. So a couple deep uh, upside shots to pair. And Hollywood Brown. Uh, oh, and Hollywood Brown. How could I forget him as well? So I feel great about, you know, just kind of week over week, like we can look at the matchups and plug one of those guys in. I think Lockett is a start every week guy. If McLaurin pans out, that, that could be a league winning pick there. Uh, and then Tyler Higby at tight end. I, it sounded like I was dogging him on our last mock. I, I really do like the value that we got for him at the 809, I believe it was, in this mock. So, yeah, I, I love Higby there, man. Um, really really can't fault you too much. Other running backs on our roster, Kareem Hunt, Latavius Murray, Alexander Madison. Uh, and that's really it. We could take a defense with this last pick here. I know we're, we'll probably just take the Eagles as they have a matchup with the Redskins uh, in week one. So we'll smash on them. And... Man, I'm, I'm feeling really, really good, good about this squad, man. I, I really do think it is a great roster. Alex, what are your final thoughts here? Any parting words before we sign off on this mock? Yeah, Steph, I love what we did last time we talked about. If we could do one thing differently, what would it be? I think for me, you know, I love Lamar Jackson as much as the next guy. But I, I, feel, yep. I feel a little bit weak at wide receiver for star power. So if I could go back, look, this is why we mock draft. We said it. We wouldn't have probably taken Lamar Jackson in our real mock there, but – um, we did just to see what would happen. And if you could trade me Lamar Jackson and like a, you know, a Alexander Madison and I could get Matt Stafford and Kenny G or Allen right. Robinson, I'm probably taking that all day. So I, I probably would have taken a receiver there in the third round. But Lamar's fun to watch. It's, it's going to be a blast watching him again this season. Um, so that's all we mock. We figure things out and, and that kind of further um, cements my strategy as a late quarterback guy and even getting Lamar Jackson in the third round, which seems like a good value um, kind of came back to bite us there. But I, I do like the team, the running back depth and the star power is great. Um, but Steph, if, if there was one thing to change, would it be the same for yeah, you? Yeah, it would. It would. And this is, this is actually like, I'm so glad we made this decision because now this kind of proves our point that we keep preaching every single episode that we hop on. It feels like is take quarterback late, take quarterback late would have loved to grab Joe Burrow or even Daniel Jones uh, in those double digit rounds and in order to have an Allen Robinson, like I think we'd feel so much better about our wide receiver core. If we had one of those bigger names in there, as opposed to Tyler Lockett, but you know, we got to make do with what we have. And and I feel great about streaming uh, the wide receiver two position or the flex spot. You know, we, we already talked about some of those deep shots that we have week in week out during the season. So 
you know, who knows? Maybe I'm plugging Russell Gage in there at wide receiver too. If, uh, if, if Hollywood <laughs> Brown busters out, man, I, I'm excited. Thank you all so much for listening and watching. Absolutely. If you're liking the show, please hit that subscribe button on YouTube. It helps us a ton. As always, you can hit us up. Let us know what you think about our team uh, in the YouTube comments, but also on Twitter and Instagram. We're always on there posting polls, communicating with you guys, throwing out our hot takes. Love to read yours as well. Thank you all so much for watching and we'll see you next time.